That's the best thing that you can do for yourself and your listeners so that while they're listening in the car or at the gym or wherever they tend to be tuning into your podcast, they know I'm coming in. This is what I'm learning. She's hitting through these points. This is the place to ask questions. This is the place to take notes. This is the place to learn strategy. Welcome to the Visible Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Lewis, and this is the podcast you'll love listening to week after week. After a history in Hollywood, I know what it takes to get visible. And as an entrepreneur, you don't have to keep feeling frustrated and trapped, not able to get yourself out there. Myself, my guests, and even my family are here to lift you up, guide you, and give you powerful ideas so that you can get your unique voice into the online space. Ready? Let's do it. Action. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Visible Entrepreneur Podcast. We are actually recording this episode live in the Facebook group, so this is going to be a really fun one. Uh, So today, what we're talking about is something that I know a lot of people struggle with with visibility. It's like, okay, yes, I want to book these shows. Yes, I want to be a public speaker. Yes, I want to host my own show. But at the same time, like, how do I know that I, as a speaker, am doing a good job. How do I make sure that I'm someone that people really love listening to, interacting with, that they feel like that they're talking to a friend that they can trust? Because the whole reason to increase your visibility is to what? Ah, Is to make sales. But in order to do that in a way that feels authentic and that is in it for the long haul, not just a flash in a pan, is through being an incredible speaker, really touching people so that whenever you do enhance your visibility with all these strategies, podcast guesting, starting your own, being a public speaker, doing live streaming, whatever it is, even being on video, that you're using your authentic personality and you're giving enough value so that you keep getting booked and seen again and again. Okay, so we're going to be diving in. Let's first talk a little bit about my experience with this. It's kind of multifold, so I'm going to take you through it in terms of, as you know, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know that my background is in film and TV. So when a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's why you're so confident on camera. It's like, no, (laughs) not at all. It used to be really scary for me because I, you know, I was bullied a lot in middle school and I also was the person who always got like the supporting role, right? I remember going into an acting agency. I was so excited. I was like 13, had the headshots, had everything, got into the room with the agent and then like the bigger agent and the biggest agent. And they really liked me, but they were like, well, we already have a client who's very, very similar to you. And we're going to focus all of our energy on her. We can't have two people that look the same and have similar acting skills in the same agency. Turned out to be Melissa Joan Hart. Understandable, right? So that was really frustrating. I remember getting cast in high school plays and always being the supporting role. Very, very frustrating. And it happened again and again throughout my life. So this is not something that has come naturally. And especially when you go through acting class and try to get better at your different skills, your insecurities and your weaknesses are brought up in class to work on publicly. So there's no shame here. I don't want you to feel like, oh, I'm just not a speaker and I don't have the same personality as you. So I just can't do this. Anyone can do this, but it takes work. And just like your skill set, you had to work hard for and shape and have experience with, the same thing is true about being an incredible speaker, podcast host, guest, live streamer, whatever you want to call it, YouTuber. 
I don't care, whatever. It all takes that building of that skill set. So let's dig into this, okay? What will make you stand out as a speaker? The first thing I want to go over is clear, focused content. This can be really challenging, especially with live streaming, because we tend to forget things and, oh, what was the assignment and what was I going to talk about and blah, 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 and we tend to ramble, right? So if you're starting out with something easier like live streaming, I want you to have a focused plan. And you can put this in the description of your live stream like I have right now. If you're listening, I have the title, I have my four points I'm gonna cover, and then I have my call to action. This way, while you're talking to your audience, seeing their comments scroll through, you can just look to your right at that beautiful description that you've built for your audience and go through it step by step. That's if you're live streaming. What if you're a podcast host? It can be a lot more challenging. We'll talk about guesting in a second. If you're a host, you are the driver of the conversation. So you either have one of two issues that you're dealing with. If you are just doing a solo episode like I am right now, what do you think the number one culprit is? yammering. We yammer on. And sometimes people don't know what to say, so they fill the silences with ums and ahs, or they just start nervously giggling, or there's a lot of dead space. And hopefully the episode doesn't air like that, but it is going to take you a lot more time in editing. So let me save you some time if you're doing a solo episode as a podcast host. Just come in with a clear, focused strategy of what you're talking about. Okay, that's the best thing that you can do for yourself and your listeners so that while they're listening in the car or at the gym or wherever they tend to be tuning into your podcast, they know I'm coming in. This is what I'm learning. She's hitting through these points. I'm not wasting more than 20 to 30 minutes on this. and I'm getting really actionable content. I can't wait to listen next week. Now, what if you've brought someone on to interview? This can be the hardest thing in the world, right? Because you've gone through all the effort. You've booked the guest. What if they are totally unfocused? What if they are rambling? What if they tend to have empty spaces? I know it's happened on my show. It doesn't happen a ton, but it does happen, and it can be very painful and frustrating. So what do you do in that case? Well, number one, if the interview is just a disaster, then unfortunately, you do have to scrap it. You can either ask the guest to re-record or just let them know, you know, maybe come back to me at a later point. Uh, try to make it as comfortable as you can. Otherwise, as the host, you need to take control of the situation because these are your listeners. This is your turf. The guest is a guest on your turf. So you can say, you can do things like interrupting, like if someone is just dragging on and in the silence, then you can say, and you know what? Let me crystallize this point by saying blah, 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 blah right? Make it really clear, concise, bring them back to center. You can also phrase questions like, uh, I don't want to use specific examples to offend anybody, but what I do sometimes, let's say that we're talking about health smoothies and let's say that the person's talking, you know, and then you add a strawberry and then you add a banana, something really dull like that, that I'm going to say, oh, so what you're trying to say is that the best way that we can increase our health is through this, this, and this. Would you agree? Phrase it in those questions where their answer has to pretty much be a yes or a no and keep the conversation going as much as you can. Your audience is going to know because they love you. Okay, 
Michelle's doing her best and she's trying to pull a lot out of this guest and she's doing a good job, but I might just be skipping over this episode because it's not as actionable as the rest, right? It does happen, but don't give up your authority as being the main speaker on your own show. Don't bring down your voice to their level so that they feel more comfortable or whatever. Stay up, stay animated, make it happen. Okay. So the first point that we went over is giving clear, focused content. And we talked about doing that on a live stream. We talked about it do as a podcast host, both on solo episodes and guest episodes. Now let's move into you being a guest on a podcast or you being a speaker. How do you make sure that you're giving clear, focused content? Well, if I'm coming on someone's show and they're like, hey, what do you think I get asked the most? Let's talk about visibility. Do you think that I just go on saying, oh yeah, let's talk about visibility? No, I ask the host, okay, what specific visibility strategies will serve your audience? And I go in with a tentative plan where I go, okay, so they really want to learn today about video. So I'm going to go over these specific video hacks that can help them, or they want to talk about on-camera confidence. I'm going to go through those specific things, right? And I'm making sure that I'm making that content clear, yeah, but super actionable. I want someone who is listening to me wherever it is to get enough advice and enough motivation where they feel like they can have that little actionable win so that then they do want to listen to my show, join my group, join the lounge, take a course, whatever it is. I want to further that relationship. And the way that I can do that is serving in a clear and concise way. So that's true if I'm guesting on a show. That's true if I am up on stage. Let's talk about the TEDx preview talk that I did last year. This was an opportunity where we had to give our speech, which is normally 15 minutes on a regular TEDx stage, in five minutes, right? Five minutes on the nose. Literally people with timers that would intervene and say, and that's five minutes and you'd be done. So this is the one that I did with my friend Calvin that I told you guys about. And that was really stressful. I practiced and I practiced and I practiced and I had my outlines and I had my slides. I went above and beyond in any way that I could uh, to support that being five minutes. Practice, practice, practice. Finally got it to like four minutes and 30 seconds. I knew it would take longer with like applause or people shouting or whatever, which they did, which was great. Audience interaction. And literally have one second to spare. But let's talk about the other speakers that were there. Calvin did it in five minutes, which is great. Calvin's awesome. So I'm not saying Calvin. But some of the other ones there really struggled because they got up there, they knew the topic they they were going to talk about, but they didn't have the points that they were going to hit. And so there was a lot of pausing. There was a lot of getting lost. There was a lot of nerves that happened because the brain hadn't been trained with those clear, concise points. So if you are thinking about speaking or if you're currently a speaker and feeling some struggle, this is a point that you may really want to work on to have that outline so that you can get out there and then you can add your personality to the pre-rehearsed material to really get people engaged knowing that you're giving them so much value. What's your goal if you're a speaker? Your goal is for them to go from watching you on stage to looking you up immediately. Most likely it's going to be on Facebook or Instagram. Otherwise, they're going to look up your name later on your website, right? And that's what we want them to do. What do you think happened after the TEDx preview talk? Do you think that I just left or do you think people came up to me? I had about 
30 people come up to me over the next 45 to, I don't know how long it was, an hour, talking about how much they loved this specific point that I made on this color or this and how they were going to look at their closet differently and could they have my business card and all that stuff. That's what we want, right? We want that instant feedback, whether it's on a live stream or a video, whether it's from a podcast or a podcast we've guested on. I love nothing more than when people say, oh my God, I found you on EO Fire, right? or if I'm on stage, that's the result that we want. So you need to have clear focus content. Okay, number two, let's talk about giving authentically and freely. There's a lot of conflict around this because people feel like, well, I don't wanna give away the farm or, oh, well, they should really pay for that because it took me a long time to learn that. And that's absolutely true. And I need you to understand that when you are speaking or whatever, when to talk, whatever kind of uh, way that you're getting out there with your voice, you don't need to necessarily worry about giving away the farm with your content, but you need to approach it with freedom. Because here's the thing, when you're talking on a uh, podcast or on stage or whatever it is, yes, you're gonna be giving value, but you're gonna be giving value based on emotions, right? That's why it's easier to sell something from an emotional basis than a technical basis. So let's give you an example. Uh, I'm thinking of the movie Joy uh, with Jennifer. Oh my gosh, can't believe I just forgot her name. Oh, how embarrassing from uh, The Hunger Games. You know who I'm talking about. So in that movie, she's trying to sell her mop, right? And the first time she has a guy sell it, the guy can't figure it out, none of that kind of stuff. So the next time she's like, I'm going up there, I'm doing it regular clothes. She has like a wine spill on the floor and she talks about like, I don't know if you've cut up your hands before trying to use a regular mop and blah, blah, blah. But this is how I can just do this really quickly so that I can have more time with my family. Selling from that emotional basis, the sales skyrocketed, right? Based on a true story, which is so cool. So that's what we want to do whenever we're speaking. We want to be sure that we're hitting on the emotional need that we filled with what we learned. That way, you're not worrying about having to qualify yourself through like, let's talk about ConvertKit, for example, which is the email responder that I use. If I'm talking about that on my podcast, I'm not going to be saying, so ConvertKit is so amazing because it helps you segment and with tags and with forms and broadcasts and makes all this easy and blah, 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 blah. Really cool. And yes, that would definitely like pique the attention of a director personality type or a production designer personality type. But what about the writers and the actors? They are not going to care at all. So the way to appeal to both is giving it more of an emotional basis. Hey, so the email responder that I use is ConvertKit. Here's the reason. With all these other email responders, I was really freaking out because I couldn't, you know, it was just too much of a technical nightmare. I wanted something easy where I could log in, schedule a bunch of authentic, very personal emails in advance, and then be able to step away to focus on the other business building aspects that I needed to do so I could be more creative. And that's what this email responder helps me do. Do you see the difference? It's still talking about, yeah, it's awesome and it lets me do all these different features, but it has an emotional basis. So that's what I want you to focus on uh, with giving your uh, content authentically and freely, not worrying about giving away the farm. Because the other cool thing is that if you are so open with your knowledge, then people are going to go, wow, she just gave that to me on a live stream. I can't wait to see what's in her group coaching program right? We want to give as much value as we can so that we build not just a customer, but what? 
a raving fan, someone that wants to buy everything, someone that wants to be on every live stream, listen to every show, come to whatever event we're doing in person. We want that excitement and that emotional driver, which leads us into point three, emotional drivers, right? We want to always be coming to our client, our customer, our listeners, our viewers with that emotion. And this is where people can get really stuck. This is where I really got stuck because I would always qualify myself with my technical knowledge. And then I'd wonder why people didn't buy. I don't understand. Why aren't they buying from me? Well, it's because I was really focusing on more of the production designer personality type, which I tend to be in addition to a director. Uh, of going, okay, well, I need to show them everything that they're getting instead of everything that I'm giving about alleviating those pain points. And this is the beautiful thing. If you're guesting on a show, if you're hosting a show, if you're talking on stage, if you're in a video, whatever it is, this is what is going to help you sell is speaking based on emotion. Be specific in the language that you're using. Have people use their five senses to understand what you're talking about. Don't just talk about the loaf of bread and how great it looks and how great it tastes. Talk about kneading that dough and the flour and the feeling of that. It's really cool feeling when you have flour on your hands, about the smell as it was cooking that was filling the house with rosemary, about the taste and how soft it was. If you can put a little bit more detail into making your audience feel, then that makes all the difference of making you stand out as an incredible speaker. Another thing that I want you to talk to try to incorporate when you're speaking is your inflection and your tone. A lot of us did not go through this training, and for me, it was later in my life. Uh, we don't go through the tone of making the cadence of our voice very pleasurable to listen to. This is something that I learned just because I have a singing background. So I had to learn, like, how do you sing? Like, I was in the studio a couple of days ago recording a new song, and I have to sing light. I'm the light that you blew out, right? So do you think I sang it as, I'm the light that you blew out? Or did I sing it, I'm the light that you blew out? I said light with an O. I know that that's really, really strange. I'm not saying that you have to do this, but I'm saying if you can change the inflection of your voice as you speak, like I'm speaking to you right now, I don't know if you can even tell this, but if you just start listening to the cadence of my voice, you'll notice that it does this. And I do that on purpose. I'm just making a little wave motion with my hand if you're listening. I want it to be pleasurable to the ear. So I make sure that I'm varying the notes in the voice in my voice while I'm talking to you so that it's enjoyable to listen to. This is a skill that is practiced, that is not a natural thing, but it will be over time. And this is why I constantly get compliments of, oh my God, I really love listening to your voice or, oh, you have such an easy voice to listen to. This is why, because I've worked on this skill and this is one that you absolutely can master too. So start simple. Just start kind of talking to yourself throughout the day and start talking in more of a sing-songy voice. Oh, I can't wait to go to this restaurant. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Da, 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 da. I know it sounds really stupid, but you're going to notice over time that when you start giving your presentations or getting on your show, that you're going to have this happening to your voice more naturally, and it's going to attract people more. It's really, really interesting, and let me know how it goes. It's such a fun thing to do. All right, so now we've talked about number one, giving clear and focused content. Number two, giving authentically and freely. Number three, the emotional drivers that you're gonna be talking about while you're speaking. And that leads us to number four. Ready? Number four, number four. 
preparing the next steps. You always want to have the end goal in mind whenever you are going into a speaking gig, whatever it may be. And a lot of people are kind of like, oh, we'll just go to my website. I can't tell you how many guests I've had that are like, oh, well, they can just go to my website or my messenger bot. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that to my audience. What specifically do you have to offer that relates to what you're talking about that will give them that instant win? And that's not just to give my audience value. That's to give my guests an opportunity to gain a new customer. You have to think about this, whether it's your own show, you guesting on shows, don't just give the same freebie to everyone. How boring is that? Please don't give away just a strategy call. Boring. Give them something actionable. I don't care if it's a PDF checklist, an ebook, a quiz, uh, a mini course, whatever it may be, give someone those next steps. So guess what? If someone wants to learn more about podcasting, what do you think my freebie is related to? If someone wants to know more about branding, what do you think my freebie is related to? Right? I want to give value. I want to give actionable next steps that someone can know, oh, okay, She's talking on this live stream about this. Now I can take this and get another little taste, another actionable win, because that's what's going to turn them into a client, right? So that's what we want to think about whenever we're going to speak. Even if it's public speaking, I want you to have that in your brain in case you're given the opportunity to talk about your book, to talk about your program. You may or may not be able to pitch from the stage, but have that in mind because if people come up to you, then you can give them the next steps, right? Oh, well, it just so happens. Here's that card with that link on it um, so that you can take the next steps and get that actionable win for yourself. Put in the time, put in the focus, put in the attention to start that next step. Don't assume that someone who magically found you on the internet, which is incredible in itself and the fact that they're actually listening to you on your podcast, on the stage, on a video or a live stream, don't put it on them to go in and do the work for those next steps. That's not fair. And plus, it's part of our job as online entrepreneurs to give them that next step easily so that they can keep going and keep piquing their interest and be that warm lead that becomes a hot lead that becomes a raving fan. So if you focus on all four of these steps one at a time, if you start working on giving more of that actionable content when you're actually speaking, if you work on giving authentically and freely, not worried about giving away the farm, knowing that that's not really possible, Number three, if you can focus on the emotional drivers, talking and engaging that person with their feelings, as well as the cadence of your voice, which we discussed, and if you prepare their next steps so that they can become a raving fan, then you have the recipe to really knock it out of the park and become an incredible speaker, podcast host, podcast guest, live streamer, video person, whatever you want to be, and you will feel so much more confident stepping out there knowing that you have this plan in action. I hope that you loved this episode. I would love to know what you thought. So if you wouldn't mind really quick, leave a five-star review. Let me know that you've listened to this episode and what you gained. If you haven't joined the Visible Entrepreneur Facebook group, get your buns over there. We have so much fun and I do do some of these episodes live. So I want you to be in on the action. Last but not least, I want to chat with you a little bit more about the Visibility Lounge so that you know what it is and if it's going to be a good fit for you. This is an exclusive community that I've created where we can all come together 
in the membership site and inside of the private Facebook group so that I can help you with your visibility strategy. This is the closest way that you can have access one-on-one -on -one to me where you can be in there learning every month with a new course that I do exclusively for the group where you can get onto a hot seat where you and I can talk face-to-face -face over the interweb and I can help you exactly where you're at. This is also where you can have co-working sessions with me and other members of the group so that you can feel that community support that you've been lacking if you're doing this online business thing all by yourself. And then the last thing that we do is at the end of every month, we have progress parties where you can come in and toot your horn and celebrate the wins that you have achieved that month. Every month we have a new theme. This month we're talking about podcast guesting. Next month we're talking about getting press. It is a new theme every month and we have such a blast in there. It's so much fun for me to interact with my students one-on-one -on -one and to watch them. Uh, one of my students, Liz, she just announced that she gets to uh, record herself at, I think, camp. She's at some RV thing. Um, she's going to laugh at me when she listens to this. And Camping World was like, we want you to video that. And we're going to put it here. And so it's fun to watch her shine. It's fun to watch authors publish their books, watch people come up with these ideas where they initially came into the lounge, not really knowing what they wanted to focus on, but they found clarity and launched their products and their courses and their masterminds and their retreats. It's just been such a blast for me. So if you need that safe space to be able to connect create and have that community, this is the place. And because you're one of my beautiful listeners, I have a link for you so that you can have a dollar trial and then actually have a discount every month for being a part of the lounge. So if you sign up with this link, with this visit, which is visibilitylounge.com forward slash trial, you're going to get in for the first seven days for just a dollar and then it'll renew every month for just 45 bucks. Really exciting. Would love to see you on the inside. So take action and start getting results and the community that you've been craving. I cannot wait to see you on the inside. Again, that link is visibilitylounge.com forward slash trial. And in the meantime, I so appreciate you being here with me and giving me your time. And I hope that you gained a lot listening about what makes you an incredible speaker, podcast host, guest, live streamer. I know these are the strategies that I have used to get booked on shows like Entrepreneur on Fire, how I was able to get up on the TEDx preview stage, and so much more. This is a skill, and this is a skill that you can master. So do not give up. Keep going and let me know how it goes. I'll see you in the next one. If you're already on my list and you love the emails you get from me and you're wondering how does she email all of these things and keep everything organized and build her list, the answer is ConvertKit. That's the email responder that I have chosen after using a bunch because it makes it the easiest to build your list. I'm a big fan of bringing someone in and giving them an onboarding sequence that's educational and gives a ton of value and ConvertKit makes that so, so easy. So if you're interested in signing up under me, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Michelle convert kits and get your 30 day free trial to try this software. And of course I don't leave you alone. You can email me your receipt at hello at visibilityvixens.com when you sign up using my link and I will give you access to the private group where you can see tutorials and ask me any questions you have along the way. So I will see you on the inside of convert kit. Be sure to join at bit.ly forward slash Michelle convert kit. 
I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. Now we're all about building a tribe here at The Visible Entrepreneur, so be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and then head on over to the Facebook group. It's a great place where you can practice your video, live stream, and really enjoy the community that we have built. In the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Now get out there and get more visible. That's a wrap.